everyone, and welcome to this segment of Culture and People. I'm Richard Murray, and I just want to start by thanking you for joining me as we have this very important discussion about the people and the cultures that we try to build within our companies. In an industry, in a world that is dominated by technology, I think it's just so incredibly important for us to have conversations that transcend that, that talk about the things that are more important and how we can take care of the people that work for us. You know, when we travel around and talk to our partners, there are so many conversations that we have of uh, partners not wanting to be bosses in many cases, not knowing what kind of boss they have or struggling with people that they've hired and not knowing how to hire better. And so we're really happy to be able to have this conversation to help our partners learn how to build a business that drives a culture of happiness, of customer service, and lets them build their businesses in a way that makes them happy long term. And for that conversation, I couldn't be happier than to have a friend join me for my first episode here, Armando Martinez from Ring Central. Thank hey, you Richard. so much for being here with us. Have a seat and let's uh, let's have a discussion here about, you know, look, Ring Central is in so many of our events. You guys are obviously so well known throughout the channel for your technology, for all the things that, that Ring Central does. And so it's so meaningful to me that, that you guys in all the, the participation, all the events that you do, that you, you thought that it would make sense to have a conversation about culture and people. Why, why the interest level in that for you guys? Well, I think it's bifurcated. I think it's both professionally and personally, quite frankly. Um, we go way back. We have a, a long withstanding relationship. There's a lot of trust between us. You know, professionally speaking, you know, Ring Central has a massive emphasis on its people, the development of its people and overall culture. And so I'm excited to talk more about that with you later today. And then quite frankly, me personally, having such a big focus on leadership and you know being a highly relational individual you know i do focus on the people side of the business and that's what ultimately is most important to me and building a high performing team that's really what it's about so i'm looking forward to the discussion here richard yeah and and, and to your point you and i go back uh, probably longer than i care to admit um and so again i i think it's just really meaningful to have kind of a friend be here having this discussion uh, for the first time in a way that will allow our partners to learn um, and, and just maybe get some ideas because you've experienced a lot of different things. You've seen a lot of different cultures. And it's interesting, I think, when you were uh, exploring going to Ring Central, we had a conversation uh, about that and what, what my impression of Ring's culture was. So I think it's awesome to have you here having this conversation um, and just exploring the things that you've learned and seen particularly uh, with Ring Central. So thank you for taking the time uh, to join us here. Now, you know, for culture, for us, there, there's kind of a natural culture that permeates, I think, out of, out of ownership. But then as we grow, there are, that, that gets harder because we don't touch as many individuals on a day-to-day -day basis. We don't interact with all of our employees every day. And so, Years and years ago, we implemented a culture interview as part of our hiring practice. So yes, they go through all the normal hiring, but then at the end of it, there's a culture interview. 
to make sure that they fit. And candidly, our, our culture team has said no to hires before because they weren't a fit. What are some of the things that you've seen? What does Ring Central do in your hiring process to help make sure that you're maintaining culture? Absolutely. Uh, love the question, and I, I think about really just three core traits or, or core attributes that we look for. Um, really, when we're resourcing individuals and when we're sourcing candidates for the, the organization, there's really three things that have now become really the de facto core attributes of what we're looking for with our prospective employees. And it really surrounds you know, those that are humble, those that are hungry, and those that are smart. And so those are really um, infiltrated into all of our interviewing questions, the entire interviewing process. And so we look for those things uh, with every single candidate that we're trying to source. So without gi giving away trade secrets, because I know those questions are, are probably worked on really, really hard. In general, how do you identify those characteristics in the interview process? Oh, well, you just said, I mean, we don't want to give our, our secret sauce out of the bag, but it really tends to trip people up, to be honest. Um, the questions that we have sourcing those three attributes are very uncommon and not your typical interviewing questions that you would expect. And so for most cases, uh, and it's done by design, it really trips up our, our interviewees and our candidates, but um, it's great to have a more informal discussion with them. Um, we explain to them after the fact, you know, this is the design behind those questions and there's really a, a method to the madness, but it, it definitely does um, sound foreign at first and, and by design something that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, speaking of foreign, um, let, let's talk about humble because that's not normally the first thing that you would run to, to me in, a, in an interview process, but why is humility important in an employee? You know, humility of the three is probably the most important, quite frankly, and humility is something that we strive for here at Ring Central. We are looking for individuals that, one, um, quite frankly, can give apologies and, and are comfortable accepting apologies, right? We, we don't want any candidate to be arrogant about that. Um, we also want these candidates to be able to make mistakes and to own that they make mistakes, right? I mean, that humility is, is something that is not pervasive, I think, out there in, in the marketplace. And so we proactively look for individuals that are open to making mistakes, that admit they've made mistakes in the past, and that they're going to make you know, plentiful mistakes going forward. And that's actually something we proactively look for. Interesting, we, we actually give an award for people that have made mistakes, like big ones. It's the Evil Knievel Award. And uh, so, yeah, you, you want to encourage people to, to just go try it, but admit when they made a mistake. In many cases, that's how you evolve and grow, is you just try things and make mistakes. And so I, I love that uh, as a principle. Um, now, once you've hired those people, um, what are you guys doing internally to keep fostering humility? We found that there are things that we can do. Mo most of them come as great ideas from our employees of charity events that we can do. You know, we did the season of giving last year. COVID has revealed so many opportunities to, to be out in the community and doing charitable events. What have you seen Ring do? Yeah, similar things, Richard. Um, you know, we always want to give back to the community. And so things like charity, things like uh, philanthropy are near and dear to our hearts. So we put a big emphasis, especially with the strong presence of employees we have in Denver, you know, we do a lot there. We, we give a lot uh, back to charity. We do internship programs to where, you know, we want to bring the next level of upcomers, if you will, into the organization. But donating back to the community and giving back to, to charity is near and dear to our hearts. 
we've had a lot of success over the years, over the last decade, and so we want to make sure that we're just doing our part by you know giving back where we can. And another thing we're doing, you know, as it relates to the pandemic, quite frankly, is giving free service. You know, donating free services is is a must right now, and everyone. Um, doesn't have the access to the technology, to the platform, to the cloud for that matter, to not only work from home, but really work from anywhere. And so we want to be able to donate that where we can to those in need, and that's something that is unique to us and something that we continue to do. Great, yeah, I think you know we've seen it be increasingly meaningful to our employees to be able to participate in things like that so they can feel good about where they're working, That that they're contributing in a larger way than just the speeds and feeds of their job. So I'd love to hear that you guys are doing a lot of those things as well. Um, now, last thing on, on being humble, I just, what, what occurs to me, what springs to mind, RingCentral is the largest UC provider in the world. Humility, I mean, how do, how do you guys maintain that when you are who you are? You know, I really think it's, it's about not letting that ego get to you, right, and, and not, ever becoming complacent with that we're at the top, right? Um, we do a great job of really just focusing on ourselves. We're not here to disparage our competitors and the competition. Um, we just look inward and, and we're a very results-driven organization. And so I think back to humility and being humble, you know, we never let it get to our head and, and it's something that we always want to just continue to drive results and, and look at the next, you know, propelling forward and the next level of where we want to go. And so I think having that uh, linear focus just inward and not really caring so much about what everyone else is doing is, is a humble type of uh, posture. Okay, great. And let, let's, let's, I think this ties into your other characteristic as well though, of being hungry, right? So you can be humble, but you have to be hungry. And I think, you know, Ring Central has consistently been at the top. You're, you're leading in the category. You're, you're in the magic quadrant every year. How have you seen Ring Central continue to stay at the top? You know, a couple things there, Richard. You know, first and foremost, uh, innovation. I mean, we have this big emphasis on innovating the platform and our product portfolio. Um, the stats and the data out there would reveal that um, our nearest competitor might be, you know, half of the R&D spend in innovation. And so we take that very seriously. And I think innovation with uh, the technology and the cloud platform that we offer is, is a big kind of emphasis of, of that hunger, if you will, um, and how we stay on top. And really the other thing is, you know, just having that results-driven pedigree built into the culture and the organization. Every single employee here at Ring Central is really there to drive results and to drive that stock price upward. And, and you feel that. Um, Richard, I, I kind of take a step back and culture to me is really about people, but I feel like if you can describe culture easily, then you've kind of missed the mark. I think culture is something that is, to a certain extent, indescribable, and you should struggle to really be able to present the words of what you're trying to capture there. And so, um, innovation for sure, and really that last piece, you know, just staying on top, you know, having an employee base that just never says no, or if they say, no, I, I'm not the individual that can support that, here's the individual that you can reach out to. And so, you just feel that in the entire employee base that we have on the day to day, and I think that's what makes us, you know, uh, stand on top. Yeah, I, I want to underline that. Sometimes culture is more of a feeling that, than a process. I mean, I know we're trying to have this discussion so that we can talk with partners and have them learn about, okay, here's some principles, but at the end of the day, it has to be genuine, a and you can't fake a, a culture. You, you can build it, it can be purposeful, 
but it can't be disingenuous and um, and it has to be core to what the company really believes and stands for. Otherwise, that feeling that is hard to articulate just doesn't come through. And so I, I think that's an incredible point for you to have. Um, now, I, I, I also wanted to underline another thing that you had said there where, you know, innovation isn't generally a response that people think of when, when they think of culture, right? A, a lot of times people think, oh, culture, hey, in San Francisco, it's ping pong tables and big lunch rooms and all of these other things. But a culture of innovation is actually a thing. And, and you can hire people towards that direction. And, and you guys obviously have. So um, on Hungry, though, I did want to ask you, I think for salespeople, hiring hungry salespeople makes total sense to me. Help me understand why hiring hungry, hungry support people or IT people is still something that you're looking for. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we want to hire you know, other departmental employees and have those type of individuals that can you know, look forward and really understand that at the end of the day, we all touch the customer, right? And we all have an impact at the, at the end customer and to, our, and to our partners for that matter. And so really just having that, that hunger and that drive, I mean, we're not looking for B-level players here at Ring Central. we're looking for A-level players. And when you're dealing with matrix organizations and you're working cross-functionally with different teams, um, different organizations to an accomplish a goal or a mission, um, having individuals that bring that added layer of that drive and that passion to see results and get it done, you know, that's what we look for is we're sourcing candidates and something that you know, again, is a great testament to, to the culture we have at Ring Central. Awesome, excellent. Uh, I, let's move on to your last characteristic, S being smart. I, I think it's, it's such an interesting one because, you know, resumes can be misleading and, and people can get into an interview and talk a good game. I, I've been fooled at times in my career. How do you guys really discern if somebody is smart? I love that question. Um, and I think about, I've only been on board about five months at this point. I mean, the interviewing process is, is laborious, it, it is arduous. Um, we move at a, at a lightning speed at Ring Central. We move so fast, we're very agile, nimble, but we know that sourcing candidates and bringing on new employees is so key and so important that we want to make sure that they're quite frankly put through the gauntlet. And so, um, you know, it's not typical. Um, for a candidate to just go through two or three interviews at Ring Central, you're going to go through eight to ten different interviews. You're going to talk to a plethora of different departments, different leaders, um, at all different levels, right? And we want to really truly vet our people and not just understand what they can functionally bring to the organization and to Ring Central, but are they a cultural fit for Ring Central? And quite frankly, that's that's probably the most important piece. And so, that's how I would uh, answer that one. All right. Um, now. You know, I, once you find them and you've got smart people, uh, for, for me, it's, okay, now how do I build them? Because no one knows everything. Uh, no one has everything. We've tried to put some things in place in terms of monthly learning goals, suggesting books, uh, tuition reimbursement programs, things like that. What have you guys put into place to, to help train and, and get people to the next level? Yeah, it's a, it's a big list, Richard. Um, so a couple, you know, examples and things that we do, you know, really when you start out of the gate as a new employee, there's a, you know, two to three weeks straight onboarding experience uh, and intensive, if you will, of, of training and, and onboarding. And 
I think most organizations then you know, throw the employee over to the wolves from there and, and we don't stop there. We have a peer mentorship program to where after they complete those two to three weeks, they are then in a buddy type of system with a peer of theirs on the team and that continues for a minimum of 30 days. And that's where the peer is really showing the individual the continuation of what you need to do in the day in the life of this role, but also functionally for the organization. And then beyond that, you know, it's really about continued development. So whether it's um, training in classes that Ring Central um, really puts a focus on on professional development, whether it's a leadership development uh, or even tuition reimbursement for for that matter, uh, with regards to continued education, um, those are just a couple examples of what we're doing to you know maintain that. Um, our individuals are becoming smarter every day and continuing to um, flourish at the organization. Great. Now, you know, you've got these core three principles that you look for in people, characteristics, um, but I imagine there are other things that you guys look for. You know, we, we talked about smart people, uh, you know, things that maybe are sometimes obvious that you want to hire, but is there something that is a little bit more nuanced that you guys are looking for as well? Yeah. Um, it's something near and dear to my heart and something quite frankly is a little bit more selfish, but I do think I see elements of this through the organization, but you know, what is unique and how does one differentiate themselves? And I think specific to this industry, what we're doing with our partners, interacting with that partners, I think one thing that really stands out is that we're really looking for individuals that have a stronger EQ versus an IQ so that they are stronger with emotional intelligence and that ability to be highly re relational, to have relationships and have that networking capabilities. I mean, we don't want to source individuals that are socially inept. As you know, Richard, this entire industry is, when, when you dilute it or distill it all down, it's all about trust and relationships. And so having a stronger emotional intelligence would be the one thing that I look for and I think Ring Central looks for in sourcing their candidates. And, and that gives a feel to things. All these other things that we've talked about, if, if you don't have some emotional intelligence, those other things are harder to, to come to the forefront. Candidly, I think that's why you and I have had such a good relationship for as long as we have. You know, you've had different roles, but we're able to go to each other and have real conversations. And, and, um, and that has allowed us to solve bigger problems than maybe what we could otherwise. And so I, I, that, that's a great characteristic to, to look for as well. Uh, look, in, in closing, I, th I think that this discussion for me, what I hope our partners get out of it, is just a desire to, to care enough and focus on their culture enough that the people that they've hired know what they stand for because at the end of the day for me, a, a strong culture ends up exhibiting itself to customers, right? You, if, if you have happy employees that believe in the culture, when, when they're on the phone with the customer, um, they exhibit that and then the customer ends up being happy. So um, why is it that you feel that it's so important beyond just what I've talked about? Why, why do you think culture is important? I, I think culture could single-handedly be the only differentiator that one organization can have. We know it's a crowded space, it's a, it's a crowded industry, there's a lot of competition, it's fierce out there, and really if you take the proactive mindset of how are you going to differentiate yourself um, and how are you going to outpace the competition, it comes down to well, what is unique, and I think that boils down to just having a, a strong culture and an employee base that is you know, trying to achieve whatever goals are, are in front of them. Um, and trying to trying to stay ahead, and so 
to me, I think that's why it's ultimately the most important thing to have and what's going to keep you um, outpacing um, the industry and standing out. Uh, that, I, that's an incredible place to end. I, I, that, I hope that our partners walk away with that in mind of if you really want to differentiate yourselves, have a strong, powerful culture. Not every culture has to be the same. They can be different. Just know what yours is and build around it. Try to grow with it. And I promise you, you'll find employees that uh, will be happier within that defined culture. I want to thank my friend Armando for joining me today for this conversation. Um, I learned a lot. I hope our partners learned. Uh, thank you all for taking the time to join us for this conversation with people and culture. I'm Richard Murray. Have a great week, everybody. Mm -hmm.